0: Governor Scott Walker just showed up. And look at that. Can I tell you? You just kicked Andrew Langer right out. (laughs) We're not even... You look tan, rested, and ready, sir. Ready to fight. Look at you. Now, we're going to do this in two parts because we're going to take a break, but you're going to stay right here and we're not going to interrupt you. Um, Can I start with the dumbest story of the news? Sure. The dumbest story of the news is that Garth Brooks had a photo taken of him. Garth Brooks, the country star, sir. Of course, this is Governor Scott Walker, former governor uh, of Wisconsin. Uh, And he's wearing a Barry Sanders jersey, Detroit Lions. Yeah. It says Sanders on the uh, back. Number 20.
1: And people think he's supporting... People think he's supporting
0: Bernie Sanders.
1: Uh, well, if he was, he could sing that song, I Got Friends in low, low Oh, places. dang! <laughs> dang, he went right for the, right for the kill shot.
0: Uh, let's talk about what brings you to CPAC today. I think you're one of the speakers that we got. Yeah, I'm going got. to be
1: speaking this afternoon on a panel about the future of Israel, but, but more importantly, I'm coming from the young people. I'm, I'm just excited. <clears throat> I'm so excited. I'm losing my voice. I'm excited about all the young people here at CPAC, I'm the incoming president of Young America's Foundation YAF, and uh, couldn't be thrilled with the conservative voices here amongst the people in college and and those young millennials out here. So
0: when we talk about those young people, one of the questions I've been asking and I've been speaking to it uh, all over the place, socialism is a top front and center subject here, uh, Governor, at, at CPAC. Do the people here, the activists here, CPAC as a whole, the ACU, the American Conservative Union. Do they see Bernie Sanders in the socialism conversation as, man, Donald Trump's going to clean clocks in 2020? Or do they look at this and say, more of America is socialist than we think? This is serious. We've got to fight it. The latter.
1: Uh, I certainly feel that way, and I think many others do. When people get excited about this, oh, Bernie, you know, he went to Soviet Union on his uh, honeymoon. He embraced Fidel Castro's communism, kind of excusing it because it was a literacy program as well. He actually went to to nicaragua and saw daniel ortega and called him impressive even after even the new york times documented some 4,000 political prisoners he's backed a little bit away from venezuela although he clearly embraces the policies that fail as we speak there and tried to claim it was like you know i'm, I'm more for denmark the danish prime minister said hey the first time he brought this up we are not a socialist economy we are a market economy out there so I think there is a warning that some people think he's going to be easy to beat because he's so radicalized. The reality is that's not true. Continuing our conversation
0: with Governor Scott Walker of Wisconsin, the incoming president of YAF. People hear YAF because they hear about all the speakers yeah. that they bring on. Although I have never been ben invited Shapiro, as a speaker. Michael
1: Knowles. We we'll have to add you to the list. What's the
0: matter? You can only have one Jewish guy, one <laughs> Jewish radio host at a time. Is that how it is? <laughs> and let me tell you something. I was doing cigars while Michael Knowles was still in diapers. <laughs> He's a nice guy. I've never met him before in my life. Um, talk to me about the organization. Although we you and know, talk know, to me- Bill
1: Clinton, we worry a little bit about bringing cigars up. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't ruin what I love, sir. <laughs>
0: Talk to me about the purpose of YAF and the, the effectiveness of bringing younger people yeah. to allow them to find their own voice as opposed to have what voice of, to be told to have.
1: I was just on campus Tuesday at Stanford. Yes, there are a few conservatives there. And what my, di- my discussion was about, When many of our speakers talk about, is exactly what we're talking about here at CPAC, and that is the difference between socialism and freedom. I don't call it free enterprise. I don't even call it capitalism. It is more fundamental than that. Socialism is all-encompassing. It's all about the government-driving thing. It's about redistributing wealth. It's about all these things that a lot of people take for granted. Freedom is the alternative. And the more we tell young people, hey, you want to live your own dream, you want to be an entrepreneur and start your own business, you want to pursue your own career, you don't want the government. You don't want anybody telling you what to do. You want to go out and do it. We're the ones that want to be able to have that, that happen for you. We want to get government out of the way. The problems we have in society today are not because we don't have enough government. In many cases, it's because at the local, the state, and certainly at the federal level, we have too much government. Those are the sort of messages we're giving to young people.
0: The worst thing that ever happened from the bailouts of 2009 yeah. was that it set the idea that when in doubt, the government will save you. I, was, I believe that was an extremely damaging moment in, in, a, right. in, in, in American history. So how do you go about engaging the conversation you talk about as freedom. Sometimes freedom is like, oh, okay, he's talking about freedom. Might as well be Lee Greenwood singing Proud to be an American. <laughs> how, do you, how do you engage the, the, that phraseology?
1: Yeah. I to give get a good people, example. When I'm on campus, I say, how many of you have been in a taxi? How many have been in Uber or Lyft, whatever, rideshare? I said that's the difference between socialism and freedom. Taxis are highly regulated, highly restricted. There's usually a big tax or fee. And once people get in, they box everybody out. That's like socialism. They tell you what to do, when to do and how to do it. Why? Because they put their faith in the government. I said, those of us who believe in freedom, we're like the Uber or or the the Lyft or whatever else you want to use. All they care about is getting from one place to the other safely. Uh, We're the same way. As long as you don't hurt the health and safety of your neighbor, go do your own thing. Live your own life, pursue your own dream. We believe in the individual. We believe in innovation and entrepreneurship. Uh, we believe in hope and dreams uh, they believe in the government But you don't
0: believe in your fellow man you don't believe in caring for them
1: no but see that's you, you nailed it on the head I, I talked about this again at, on Tuesday at Stanford we got to show that we we love our fellow citizens so much we want to empower them we want to level the playing field that's what this country is built on equal opportunity it's exactly what the founders hope for you know whether it was uh, uh, Alexander Hamilton George Washington James Madison, Jefferson, you name it, what they hoped for when they put that constitution in place was a country with an equal opportunity, evolving over time, Uh, but the outcome should still be up to each and every one of us. That's what we got to tell young people.
0: That's Governor Scott Walker of YAF. Where do people go to get more information? YAF.org. And before I let you go, will you do me a favor and say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Castle, thanks for making Ari a Republican. Hey, hey, hey Mr.
1: and Mrs. Castle, thanks for making Ari a Republican. Thank you. Love it. Good for you, sir.
0: <laughs> a real pleasure. Governor <laughs> Scott Walker, Thank go you. live your life. Go do your thing. You're <laughs> thanks. out of here. There he goes.